says that I'm a finisher, not a starter. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, aren't we all? Would you know the name that I share with my cousin? <laughs> Wouldn't be the same. If we weren't really cousins, <laughs> podcast is strong. Check out our Patreon, cause you know he ain't my bro. We are cousins. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, would you know my name nope. if I saw you in heaven? Something like It's that? like Tears in Heaven. Tears in Heaven? Yeah. By... Um... <laughs> Oh shit! It's um. Thank you, Ozzy Nate. Hang on, it's uh. What's his name? He's pretty famous. I know. <laughs> I'm bringing, and he has the daughter that was in uh, with. Uh, I can. I have no idea what you're talking. about. Or maybe about. I'm wrong with that. I was thinking. Okay, well, who is it? Uh, Eric Clapton. Oh, never mind. No, yeah, I, I was were thinking. Were you thinking like? Uh, what's his name? The other guy that I was thinking. Aerosmith guy. No, 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 no. No, all right. That had that uh, with Paris Hilton, her best friend. <laughs> And then, what is his name? I'm uh, glad that we don't talk about this like magic. <laughs> like, just what the fuck are we talking about? No, fuck. No, um, Helm, Helm of the Host is the best guess. Fuck. I'm pissed that I don't. I, I'm blanking on the, who. The thing I, is, is I can't start this because you always start it. So, know, so you can drag this on as long as you want. I know, because I'm trying to remember. But... It, Welcome to the Commander Smiths. <laughs> Welcome to the Commander Smiths. <laughs> we are the Commander Smiths. <laughs> I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We are cousins. I'm going to fucking remember the name of that guy, I damn. I highly doubt it. It's Richie... Uh, Rich... Uh, Richie Rich? No. That's uh, like a comic book character with like a bad movie from the 90s. I don't 90s. think I can move forward without remembering his oh, name. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he sings other songs. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so this is episode 64. What are we? Uh, <laughs> I know he sings other songs. God damn. All right, so we're gonna talk about the uh, Mythic Edition debacle, aka the shit show. Yeah, that was uh, pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then we will go over Commander Spotlight. So I built Oketra. Oketra, we kind of talked about that last week. Then we have a uh, just the tip segment because uh, Lowry came across some cards that he. Might jump into the eBay world. Yeah, I might start selling along with wishing that I had gotten Mythic Edition. Yeah. Like, I was That's all pumped and ready to yeah. go. Now I'm kind of little, but... Uh, so, this is going to be... And actually had some other... Like, Tyson actually is asking about card, like, how to whatever... Sell cards, ship cards, all that so stuff. So, it's good so to kind of go over it. I think we did we, it maybe We did talk about this something. in the fall uh, about shipping specifically, but uh, this time I'm going to go more into specific, like your ebay listing like how to actually list it on there to make it stand out from others and everything like that so i'm going to give kind of some tips there to you lowry and yeah i would listeners. appreciate that yeah I, i'm nervous and then we finish off with our specs of the week like we yep. normally do so um but first <laughs> you're just we, reading off of what i had on there i was yeah like, I, it's great it's not a script i was just kind of <laughs> like <laughs> it's a great no so we got a new patron this week what is nathaniel leonard nathaniel thank you for uh donating i know i don't have it in the order i just started writing yeah, it no this needs to go in order cause no I'm, no because i didn't want to scratch it out and then write it i'm like, lowry smith <laughs> 
Uh, Burgundy. But one thing we did want to mention is we did have the April drawing. We wanted to do the April drawing, I should say. On YouTube. On YouTube. What? Oh, yeah. The YouTube ones. Yes. Is (laughs) that what we're talking about? Why aren't you in order? (laughs) (laughs) You're not concerned with that. And I'm still trying to think of uh, Richie. Fuck. What is his name? Nobody cares. (laughs) Lionel Richie. Fuck. That's what it was. Lionel Richie. That's what I was thinking of. And then he had a daughter who is best friends with... Uh, who did Nicole I say? Nicole Richie? Yeah. Yeah. And then his daughter was best friends with Paris, Paris Hilton. Hilton. So that's where that whole trip... I knew I'd figure it out. Now I can move on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's And then you go back to the... No, I'm Adam, not Jesus. But I go back to the beginning of that. I, that's who I thought the song was and all that. Okay. <laughs> the Richie. See, I had the Richie part. Yeah, no, you... <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right, back to our patron, uh, Nathaniel. Thank you uh, for donating. Being a patron, the patron. Yeah. But then the YouTube, we got to do a drawing. We each month we're going to do a drawing yep. so, with how many listeners we have. We're just going to pick a random number. Actually, Siri is going to do it. So let's do that right now. Uh, I got to take my interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> hey Siri, pick a number between one. Oh, she's not even listening. You little bastard. Yeah. Well. Hey you... Siri. Pick a random number between 1 and 101. That would be 84. All right. So number 84, we'll let you guys know on our list. We will reach out to you. Reach out to 84. You got 48 hours to respond. (laughs) Then we're moving on. Or the bus explodes. (laughs) I don't know. That's a movie. Yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves. Lionel Richie. That one guy. (laughs) Reeves. Reeves. Reeves Witherspoon. You know why Siri wasn't listening? Because you kept on talking about Lionel Richie. (laughs) And she got bored. Turned off the podcast. And then she has to move on now that I know that part. It was bothering the crap out of me. Can we move on, please? And then we also are going to get our proxies out at the end of this yeah, week, we, Larry we miscommunicated. didn't bring his stuff, and I've <laughs> been is, moving, and so I fault. didn't. No, normally I was actually mm-hmm. going to give Larry the cards, and then he just takes them home and mails them, and yeah. I didn't have my cards ready, so we will get those out it's later this week. Ends. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, as I did Mostly last Adams, week. though. <laughs> well, this is our last episode in my basement. <laughs> And Maybe. it might it might Maybe. be a little more echoey than week. normal because we have nothing in here besides. Well, actually, Larry put up some right. nice pads in the back, so we don't have our <laughs> awful. sound bouncing off the walls. So, so, but yeah, YouTube. If you want to go subscribe, I'm sure we're going to do the yep. drawing we'll do it next month again. So uh, we'll just go off of how many people we have on there, and we'll just do a random number. Like we'll let Siri an 84. If you you don't get a chance after this. It's over. Yeah. Whatever, whoever you are, 84. You're dead to me, 84. I don't know if that's... It's, <laughs> it's a little much. It'll be funny if it's actually a person that subscribes that watched one of the other videos, like how to make proxies. Yeah, and they, so have, they no have nothing to do with on. magic. They're like, why are you contacting me? <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, but yeah, go on YouTube on there. Subscribe, like our stuff. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter if you want to check out the proxies yep. that Adam, Adam makes or Lowry drinks. Oh, speaking of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, stuff that you this. don't share with me. How about but stuff right you do now, share with me? Sharing with you. Sharing is caring. Cheers. Thanks, Lowry. What so is this it? one's called Bounce, Bounce, Clap, Clap. And has a skeleton on it. <clears throat> By The Brewing Project. Uh, it's a sour milkshake IPA with raspberry and lemon puree. And I already had one. It's tasty. Mmm. Mmm, that is really. It's like, yeah. You said lemon in it. Yeah, lemon and raspberry puree. Oh yeah, you can totally taste that. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, uh, that's pretty tasty. Good. That's pretty good. Good job. Mm. <laughs> All right, so 
That's our Twitter stuff. Follow us on there. Those are your proxies. Always of the email week. us at commandersmiths at gmail. Yep. About anything you want to talk about or uh, ideas, because we are running out of ideas. <laughs> I don't think we are actually. No, we have. Well, yeah, we have. We could have done two or three episodes tonight, but we could we could triple cast yeah. if we want. <laughs> but Game of Thrones kind of a uh, Game of Thrones. More nudes made it a, a later night, and then also trying to get our sound check stuff going. But anyways. That's the long and short. Let's move into the actual effing episode. Let's start getting pissed off. For the shit show. So Mythic Edition. I did decide to try and get it. Three happened this uh, week. I just want to say the Besh talked me into it. He donated his yeah. $5 yeah. of Patreon towards me. So I will take that. Thank you. Uh, even but though then I you're not putting it towards... Uh, well, okay. It's not for a lack of trying is what... Agreed. So. <clears throat> for those of you who didn't try oh my gosh i uh, want to know if any of our listeners got one yeah that'd be great if you twitter at us and twitter us or, or email comment um, on youtube or percentage email. yeah i just that'd be great because and actually if you did try to get one i'd like to hear that too because i do want to hear how many of like people like it seemed like on twitter everybody like it didn't seem like anybody got them except yeah. for a, a few select people or like oh yeah i got one but for the most part i've seen everybody's like nope didn't well, get it didn't it, get it so there's only twelve thousand units apparently that are gonna Which go out was so fucking weird that they even said that in the first place that's a good i, I mean don't yeah. get I, we were discussing it beforehand and i was like they never tell how much they have or sure very rarely do they tell you <clears throat> We have X amount of inventory on this one. They straight up said weeks before. There's 12,000. 12, what do get, you fucking think's going to happen? Get ready. Well, I mean, this is also classic Wizards in. They overprint like Mythic Edition 2. two because one sold out so quick. Yeah. One was very popular, but they did it at the Hasbro store, which yeah. couldn't handle the, the load and so on. Oh, they yeah. switch over to eBay. And print more of a shittier set, mm -hmm. and then on this they print the least amount, and it's the best one. Like I don't think they understand any type of economics with their cards. They, okay, and so that, the Mythic Edition Two was straight not good. Yeah, well, and then this is yeah, I wouldn't bonkers. say straight not good. I'm it, making some money off straight, of it. Below. Compared, okay, Mythic Edition Three. Mythic Edition Three is number one. I mean, it has Ugin, Jace. Number one is the second, and then three. Yes, three sure. is definitely like, the worst. Mythic Edition One kind of tickled me. I was like, oh, I might do that, yeah. but I know this is going to be a shit show. Yeah, I knew this one was going to be a shit show, but it's ridiculously like the value. The is value was ridiculous, especially yeah the the reprint value. Whereas Mythic Edition One was more on. Uh, Tefiri's being used in standard and in other formats, and that's mm -hmm. the driver. Where this was Jace and well, Ugin are used. You had Liliana as well. The, oh, yeah, Liliana was and pretty that good. One. Yeah. And so you had two big ones there, two huge ones in Mythic Edition 3, and then two just was nothing like, in oh, 2. Oh, we were hoping Karn would be big, <laughs> but it yeah. isn't, which everybody thought Karn was going to be big. Yeah, it just... So, but, but okay, so uh, essentially, like, going through the process, like, me and you... At our separate houses, mm. like sitting there waiting for it to turn two o'clock. So I sent you out a text. I sent Tyson out a text, and I was like, I should send you both out. We should all be on the same thing. And then actually, like two minutes before it happened, Tyson called and was like, Hey, I just want to make sure I'm in the right spot. Blah blah blah, because my eBay was timing out, which means mm -hmm. it's a warning right there that 
there's too many people on the site, so it was crashing. I did. I guess I didn't know that was the meaning. Yeah. So that's why Tyson that called me initially. It was like, "Is yours timing out?" And I was like, "Yeah." Every time I'm refreshing it, it's timing out. Like I do a search, and it mm-hmm. it'd be on for like three seconds, and then it'd say time out. Yeah. So what it's telling you is that there's too many people already trying to do the same thing. So I was like, "Okay, this is gonna be fucking crazy." Uh, and it was crazy. <laughs> Within seconds after it came on, you you could the, see the Hasbro eBay store crashed. Yeah, it, like straight ca- crash. Like it was just like, oops, something went wrong. So then you had to go back and refresh it. It was different though, like because I was I was trying to buy multiple. Like in the fantasy world of what how Mythic Edition Two was. I was going to buy as many copies as I could. Like, I was trying to buy six copies if I could get it. You know, I was going to have Cindy's iPad going. I had mine. Uh, my neighbor, I was going to go over to his house. You know, I had that much time with Mythic, Mythic Edition 2. With this, I just had that. Well, I mentioned it last week, five minutes. I backed <laughs> off my claim. I was like, this is going to be sold in five minutes. And I was but like, it was essentially sold out in three, three minutes. Three minutes is what we figured. Roughly. Yeah. So how did it go for you? Because with ours <laughs> my my side's a shit show like so i wasn't even I, I decided that day that i was gonna get on and so embarrassingly i wasn't actually even signed into my account <laughs> and so once i i got the order got everything and i was like hey you need to sign in i'm like fuck i don't even know my like password <laughs> oh, i always go through like tcg player so i had to like <laughs> refresh it they texted me like my password oh i didn't know you went yeah, through all, that, all shit. that and then i i still made it back yeah. like i did all that stuff in about three minutes and it when i got on there it stated five thousand had been sold mm. and i was like okay cool boom and then it wouldn't let me try it again wouldn't let me try it again was it doing it, the credit card error for yeah, you yeah, or the address because i've had the multiples with this it was telling me credit card okay issue and i was just like what I barely have enough money, but I do. <laughs> and so, uh, and so eventually like it just Damn said, you, sold shingles, out. Bills. it said, you know, it said 12,000 sold. And I was like, well, I'm done. And just kind of like went back to paying bills. So in that first, first batch. So yes, there, if you didn't get on this, there was multiple batches that this goes through here. So I was on the phone with Tyson. It went live. I had Cindy's, my wife's iPad going, I was actually able to get through, and that was the first one that completed the order. Out of me and Tyson and Cindy's iPad, that one went through. My computer crashed. Well, not my computer. eBay crashed on the computer side. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I got Cindy's to go through, and I was like, sweet. All right, now focus on the computer. In the meantime, I think Tyson's went through, and at that point, it said 6,000 had sold. That was within the first 30 seconds to a minute was Mm 6,000 had Mm -hmm. sold. Uh, then Tyson's went through, then mine went through. So I got both of them I'm like, awesome. And I mean, I started texting you. I was like, you getting it? You you're like, it? I don't, I do remember you saying, you're like, I just I like, I messed up. <laughs> I was just like, what? Okay. But then Cindy texts me in the meantime. She's like, oh, Wells Fargo contacted me. And they're like, there might be a fraud that's happening. I was like, no, no, no. Accept that. Don't, don't cancel that. And so then I was going to refresh hers and somehow I like came across it where I was like looking at, I was looking at the Wells Fargo transaction and I could see it on the Wells Fargo transaction. And then there was a reversal right after it. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? It just took it away. So I went and looked at her eBay page, like to show what you purchased. 
and it was no longer there. And I was like, oh, shit, what what the fuck's going on? So then I go back to mine, and mine had it on the page originally because I did that with both of them to make mm-hmm. sure, hey, I purchased it. I refreshed it, and it disappeared. Like, it never went through. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is going on? No! So then I go to PayPal because that's what my account's connected to. Never even showed a transaction was through PayPal. And I was like, okay, what what the fuck? This sucks. And so at that point, it showed it was sold out, 12000 So mm-hmm. now we're at the same mm-hmm. spot, all of us. And Tyson, his went through, and then I, you know I was telling him I was like, "Hey, mine this reversed. Did did yours reverse?" And then he checked his same thing. So all all three of ours got reversed. The ones that went through, yours didn't go through. Yep. And so then I, I just was like, "Okay, well, I'm done." Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm attitude. pissed at that point. <laughs> I'm like, "Why? Why the fuck didn't it work?" And I'm all sitting there, and I'm like refreshing it, and then I see the numbers start going above twelve thousand. And I was like, what? So then I like click on it. And, and this like, is the same thing that happened on Mythic Edition 2, though. They had like 12,000 units stated on their eBay. They didn't specifically They actually showed, I think it was 18,000. But yeah, yeah. Accidentally, so, when people were and buying. It, like started going up. Oh, maybe. I'm no, wrong. no, 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 I'm no. Mythic wrong. Edition okay. 2 didn't do that because okay. they accidentally showed 18,000. They pulled it off because what you they didn't show 18,000. What happened was showing how many was how left. Many yeah. And they didn't want people knowing that. So then they pulled it and put it back on. And then that reset was, numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all of a sudden the number started getting over 12,000. And then I was able to actually put the number in my cart and I was able to put it in my cart. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> so I was like, I'll try and check out. And then it checked out. And I was like, Holy shit. So then I text Tyson and Lowry. I was like, it's back on. For some reason, they're, yep. they're going above 12,000. So then you jumped and on. Tyson my, jumped yeah, on. Yeah, my card didn't work again. So I was like, fuck it. I went to the business card, which I don't really want to use because this isn't business. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly, we got a call about a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that I am not the primary number there. Uh, so me and my dad run a business together with management. And so he gets the call. And he doesn't know what's going on clearly because <laughs> so, I was just like, I sent him a text right after. I was like, hey, I, I owe the, the business money here. <laughs> so don't, don't cancel that, please. He doesn't read my texts, <laughs> but it, it didn't get canceled or anything because he called me up yeah. and he's like, what's going on? So, so you were able to get it on the second round. And so, yeah, confirmed everything's good to go. So then um, I was able to get it on the second round with both the accounts. I think... Tyson missed out on the the second round of them, like because then what happened was he was trying to click two, because originally you know it has it in your thing as one, and they clicked two and it had to refresh, and in that time it sold out again within yeah. seconds. That was even yeah, faster than so the first fast. one. That one sold out within forty five seconds. And this is like fifteen minutes after the first wave, maybe yeah. At the that's most. when I think I hopped when on. you hopped on. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I was yeah at that point an hour went by for me. In, it felt like three minutes. It was so fast. So, because I was just like, you know, getting pissed, whatever. Then it hit the max at 24. So you could tell it was doing in increments of 12. You yeah, know, 12,000. Yeah, 12, 12, 12, yeah. Specifically after, I remember stating 24,000 units sold. Yeah. And I was and like, then it was oh, sold out. Okay. Well, this is the same thing as you. Like, something wrong is going yeah. on. Hopefully I get mine. And then all of a sudden it starts going over 24,000. And then that's when I text Tyson again. I was like, it's still going. Get back on there. <laughs> so instead of that time, instead of Tyson putting in two, he put in one and he bought one and it went through. And then he put on one again because he was thinking that was wasting time to put the two in. You know, that's sure. And actually I was thinking that's not a bad technique when it's kind of happening like yeah. this because it creates it, you know, um, well, 
it, it creates if they're canceling like they did, there's two chances that you have one of them not, that, yeah, that one sticks. of them that might make it. Yeah. So well, we didn't know the cancellation. I didn't Absolutely, know that this shit was yeah. going to happen. So Tyson gets through with two of them, two separate orders, and everything's all good. But you look on eBay and it shows you how many have sold, and it's at, what did you? The last I, I, I saw I, was at forty five thousand. And I think I heard or saw comments on Twitter of people saying it was over sixty thousand. <laughs> Which yeah, remember They're they not said twelve thousand. <laughs> and also, did you notice the views per hour that were on there? In one hour, and yeah, there was an hour I was totally on there. Uh, it had three hundred and fifty thousand people viewed that item. So that's crazy. <laughs> it's fucking insane. So walk away from him. I'm like, all right, hey, all of us got our boxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we were wrong. <laughs> yep, very wrong. So the next day comes in, and I'm, I keep checking, and they actually left me feedback. I don't know if they did that for you no. on yours. So they left me feedback on mine. Like they gave me a positive. I clearly rating. don't know how to use eBay well <laughs> enough. So, so I was like, okay, they've gone that far. But I remember Mythic Edition too. They had it shipped the next day, and I was like, they're not shipping it. And they're not shipping it. And so then <laughs> I text Lowry. I was like, hey, did, did yours get shipped yet? I'm like, no, mine didn't get shipped yet. And I was like, fuck. And, and then, I was like, I think they're canceling because I just saw Because then actually I saw a tweet from the proxy guy. Yeah, that's what I saw too. And, and he's like, like, shit, my order just got fucking canceled. And then they aren't, they haven't even given me my money. And I didn't. Yeah, he, he said like, he requested the cancel is what his said or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, I did not do that. Yeah. And so then that's when I was like, hey, Lowry. This, if it comes down to we only have two boxes, let's just split it. Like, it's like I'm not even going for profit. <laughs> you, you I were just making want... the bet, and I was like, "Yes, I, I agree with <laughs> this. I definitely agree with this." And then within and then minutes, ten, yeah, like Lara's five, like, minutes. "Mine's canceled." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This definitely looks like I was like yeah. already canceled." Yeah. And told you, yeah. and you made the bet. And so, so I was like, "Oh, dang! Now I'm gonna get these two boxes. I'm gonna have to give one to Larry for free, pretty much because it's 250." My <laughs> wife had no idea what was going on. She was just like, "What are you doing?" I was like, craziness is happening. <laughs> so nothing happened that uh, not until later that night. And then, you know, For people, you. Twitter was going crazy with yeah, everybody just, getting canceled. They like, were just going down the line. Because when canceled. you said something, I, I went and I saw the proxy guy tweet. And then I just start, started seeing everybody that's that we follow on Twitter, which is like 14 people. But just <laughs> everybody, every, every comment was just like underneath them. It was just like gone. Didn't get mine. What the heck's going on? What the fuck? Like, it was it was just so many people. And I was like, they're canceling over 40,000 people's orders that confirmed. Uh-huh. I was like, they have so they have a shit show. Yeah. This is worse than either of them. So, like, Mythic Edition 1 or 2. So, here's, here's the thing that I've figured. Okay, before I get into this spot, they canceled me by 9 o'clock that night. And then... Tyson, his got canceled, but he didn't realize it went to his junk. So he didn't realize it. it went he's right, like, hey, went bitches. Right to his junk. He's like, you want to buy mine for $600? I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. And I also should have morning, snapped by that. <laughs> bought that. But then the next day, he's like, oh, it went to my junk. I didn't see that it was canceled. So anyways, um, so as they're, what was it? Oh, fuck. Now I completely forgot what I was going to say there. It was going to be super entertaining, It was going to be awesome. I don't know. Damn it. All right. Well, anyways... It, it just uh, it, the the way they handled that whole thing was just everything from start to finish was and I, and I think the horrible. eBay store for Hasbro shutting down just messed everything up, and I don't think they under like, I don't think they realize what their economy does. Oh, like I know what I was gonna say they they did this with uh, the first Modern Masters mm. was crazy popular, 
and they just printed like nothing of it. Mm-hmm. It was really hard to find. And then the second one, not as good as the first Mounder Master, and they printed way more of it. And, and so they, like, what they tend to do is do uh, so. Like, remember the first Commander sets? They were crazy in value, mm-hmm. really, really well done, and they were pretty hard to find. And then the second one, they just flooded the market. And those weren't bad. Not not saying they were bad or anything, but they there was a lot more. They, they like mm-hmm. they're like, how popular is this going to be? We're not going to put too much into this, and so we're going to make it popular. Like Battle Bond was had a ton of good cards. They're not doing a Battle Bond this year. No, they're, you know maybe next year, but who the fuck knows? And it'll <laughs> be worse. It'll be worse than the than original the first, Battle yeah. Bond. I didn't remember what I was going to say. Okay. So you didn't get the opportunity to you didn't get feedback, right? It never showed up. So to this day, if you go on your eBay and purchase history, does it show on your purchase history? Uh I did not check after the email that I got having it canceled. So what they're also doing, because it in Cindy's account, it doesn't show that it's purchased. It never ever was purchased. And actually, it wiped it from my records and Wells Fargo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't even show that I ever, like, Which the, is really the reversal weird. or anything. Like, like, no transaction I can't believe happened. Wells Fargo allows that to, like, that was a legitimate And that's not the first time that happened. When Mythic Edition 1 happened through a Hasbro site, <clears throat> they did the exact same thing. Because I remember seeing the reversal. I was like, what? I was like, that's stupid. And then I was kind of pissed. So I was, like, wanting to show proof, like, contact Hasbro. Mm-hmm. And then I went onto my my Wells Fargo and I was like, they don't even, it's not even on there anymore. Like it was there and I didn't take a picture of it then. I did this time. So I actually. Because you had an idea that. Yeah. Because I was like, happen. this could happen if it's, you know, but they wiped it from there. Um, they actually have a pretty high, if you look at their ratings and ratings matter with eBay, it's a little bit different than TCG. TCG, that does matter a little bit, sure. but not as much as eBay does. They have a lot of good ratings. Uh, think of 40,000 angry Pissed people giving people. them bad ratings. They're wiping it so people can't actually give them ratings. Oh, man. I can give them a rating on my account because that one still, they gave me feedback giving me a positive rating. I actually can give them a negative rating on theirs right now. And we'll see what their compensation is. But Yeah, I, so apparently they sent out a letter. I, again, I just saw canceled. Your order's canceled. I was like, all right. Um, so supposedly like, they have two ways of do what they're doing with it. With the so kind of like the last time on the first Mythic Edition, they sent out the buy a bo- or the box toppers box for Ultimate Masters, and so this one they're stating that they're going to do something. They're going to do a compensation thing. They're going to do one through eBay. eBay's eBay's supposedly going to give us a compensation, and Hasbro is going to give us a compensation. Or Wizards, sorry. Wizards is going to give us... And I would say keep your expectations low. (laughs) Don't expect a box topper of any type, like... Modern Horizons. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thought. You know, the thing is, is... I would be happy if they... What they did last time, actually, wasn't only the box topper. They contacted me and said, hey... If you want to buy a box, we'll let you buy a box. You're not going to be able to buy two. And so I bought... That's how I got my first... first almost did with a lisp. My first <laughs> mythic edition. You have to talk like that the rest of the podcast. <laughs> did I pull that block? <laughs> uh, but that's how I got the first myth, mythic edition is I was able to buy it. And I was like, yeah, this is worth 250 to buy the mythic edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- so many love. I hope that they do that, but there's forty thousand people that they're going to go that, do that to. And if they said they only printed twelve thousand, that's not going to happen. Like sure. I'll be, 
dumbfounded if that does happen because then that means that they printed a lot more than they said that they actually did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, the other thing, like, and, and I've seen the comments is just kind of like they could print more. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, it would probably piss off the people that did get their 12,000 and they're like, well, I should be able to resell this for a ton of money. And then if they're able to resell that and then they're printing off more, that would lower the value on that and, well, and then piss they, off people that bought it at like a really high price. Yeah. Exactly. They would need refunds, but then that's through eBay and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, like, like, I think it complicates things if you retroactively print off more mm-hmm. copies at that point. Like, it, it, I mean, they, they did this to themselves. It, why did they announce that they were, well, and it, we this was the, still going to be like sold out in, you know, you said it last week. It's going to be sold out in five minutes. Even though you retracted it, it was still like. Because I was a like, that's a thought. bold this statement to say is 12,000 yeah. copies we, is sold in five minutes. We don't like to be bold or controversial <laughs> yeah. at all. <laughs> we so. want to say right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And swear and say <laughs> dirty things. Yeah. That's what we do. Just be semi entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Saffron Olive did tweet something that he actually got from somebody else, which I thought was a very interesting. Yeah, topic and I had actually it. said that to my wife, like when after I got canceled, is basically, why don't you just give like a twenty-four hour period, let anybody and everybody do an order of one or two mythic editions, mm-hmm. and then everybody should be happy. They make a ton of money, you know. Keep the two hundred fifty dollar price tag on it. Uh, you don't know how many are actually printed. Um, you know, it would have been. I don't think it would have been three hundred fifty thousand or anything, but. That's roughly what the, they made three million dollars in three minutes of putting it up. That's think, not bad. Think a million of, dollars a minute. Think of if they would have just allowed everybody to buy who wanted to buy it and then print that at the same price. Yeah, two fifty. They would have been making fifteen twenty million. I think people wouldn't have been as. Right. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, well, more is going to be printed. But, it, but if they did I a time limit of 24 one. hours, like you're saying, people are going to jump yeah. on then, right then, and try to buy. I mean, you have and you keep those same planeswalkers that are in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would have made a lot more money than three million dollars. It's so it just Hasbro talking to them, not you. Yeah, I, I was hoping you to make that yeah. much. That was my plan. Yeah, <laughs> millions. <laughs> I did have big plans. That's why I also was super disappointed. I mean, I'm more. The, the most thing I'm disappointed about is I wanted to complete the Mythic Edition set because i have the first two and i want the third set for a reasonable price i'm not going to pay 600 dollars for these cards plus yeah 600 plus you can't find it for 600 so right now and i'm not going to do that so i you know financially wise we're a spec podcast as well i'm not going to do something stupid like that where i'm going to drop that amount of money i already own sure. all those cards except for the new nickel bolus yeah so when you're when it's, you're like this you need to balance everything about like, yeah we have all the cards that are there but like what i if i would have gotten one what i would have done was sold my the other foils yeah. like my jace my sculptor my ugin yeah exactly what i was going to do one of those foils a piece and try to break even with the other box, if I would have gotten a second. Break even. At this least is, break even. But this I mean, gonna, that's the goal. What you, what you want to do yeah. was to yeah. at least break even. If you get, bought one box, you're cards. saying. But you were buying but, two. I mean, you you were, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the second box was going to make your money over both of them. Sure, but yes, sure. I was going to do the exact same thing. And actually, that's what I did with Mythic Edition 1 and 2, is I sold off my non-foils of the cards, because I did have Teferi already, and I, you know, I had... 
a lot of those cards. So I'm not going to go out and get that. I'm not going to complete the set unless something crazy happens. But I'm not. I'm not fucking spending that much money on no, that. Yeah. And now the price is because and of, this is. I mean, in, you can already make the argument that 250 for this is already a really expensive price tag. Mm-hmm. And then you take into your your market accounts of Jason Ugin. Again, those are the money cards. Like that's just not that the value there is crazy. Yeah. So I would even say Nicol Bolas added in there is pretty crazy too. Yeah, Nicol Bolas would be sweet. That that was another one that I was hoping. I know. For. Like, I was I, excited. I didn't get one in my box. If you watch the battle boxes. And... Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that. Check out our video on YouTube for <laughs> battle boxes. Lowry won one. I, I won one both game, of them. and he had a come from behind win. It was a uh, pretty. Felt good. Pretty crazy, although we knew that was going to happen. I was we were within two dollars of each other of our boxes, and then he got the open an extra pack. So, yeah. but oh, forgot good. to mention that I completely forgot we had that go up right. this week. But we yeah, were, Larry we're... got his first win, and I had to take a really nasty shot that clumped. And it took me over a year to beat you in battle boxes. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I had a that's not funny. That's... Warm mayonnaise mixed with the Jägermeister land in my throat in a big Would clump. You? It was pretty sweet. <laughs> it was it was very satisfying all right let's let's get away from mythic edition because it just gets me depressed i just uh well no like uh, was there any other way that you could think of that like how they could do a better job of this well the, i've heard other people talk about lottery system doing, i don't like the lottery i don't either system. i don't like that as much um i like that idea i like it better than what they're doing yeah but i don't that doesn't mean that i like it um i wish I think part of the hype was the fact that they announced the number that there was. Because think of if you go from Mythic Edition 2, where they didn't tell you, but then people are kind of guessing and like, eh, 18,000 showed up, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. If you didn't know how many was there, how many people would be sitting... There would still be us diehards that are there buying it, but then you'd have people that are like... Oh well, Mythic Edition okay, two lasted and... two three days before so they I pulled be it. Able to do it. Exactly. So they drove the hype and made they did this to themselves. Pissed off mm-hmm. how many people because of it by just saying there's twelve. They don't even tell you how many they're printing when they do standard sets or battle bond or yeah, because, just well they print unlimited until supply is well, met yeah yeah I guess yeah and so like but I mean like battle bond or like when was the last time you've heard them say. This is the number that's here. And they did it multiple times. Like even in their apology letter, in the eBay apology letter, it says, we made 12,000 copies. I guess this was a little more popular than we thought. (laughs) Yeah, I heard they made a joke about it. I was like, what the fuck you? Yeah, this is the worst worst apology ever. It was really bad. So that's why I don't read. It makes it easier. The uh, but so, did you I, have another idea of how you want to do it? I saw another one like where people were mentioning like handed out to stores, but like no, that yeah, that, that wouldn't like, work. From the vault was already a shit show, like, and they at least got like three or four boxes per store. You know, and this you'd only get like maybe one, one per store. Like yeah. the stores would get just the shit show. They, you'd have, yeah, that you it'd be just as bad. They'd be like, thanks for having uh, fights and people I lined mean, they, up. They would make a ton of money off of it. They'd sit down and they'd be the ones selling it for 900 instead of people that got got them on. And that's you the know. thing too, I guess. They would they'd be jacking the price up. Yeah, they, they would do it, but they're, then they become the bad guys though. Yeah. One and Twitter so, thing I did see that. that I liked was maybe they should allow like 
Ticketmaster to sell these so that we can all feel screwed. At the, <laughs> that as, was a as good a joke. I did like, see that on Twitter that's, somewhere. That's awesome. Because <laughs> that's how it is when you buy concert tickets anywhere. It's Just like, let, fucking bots. <clears throat> do you think bots bought this? They could have. And I was saying that to Tyson. when Before it started happening, I was talking to him because it was shutting, you know, timing mm-hmm. out. And that's where the, the, the first warning sign that this was about to happen and he's like, man, I was like, there, there can't be that many people. I mean, this, we should be able to get this. And he's like, I don't know. I was like, they can't have bots on eBay. He's like, you can have this very easily done on eBay. And Tyson does a lot of coding stuff. So he kind of knows, dabbles in that okay. a little bit more. And he's like, yeah, this can be done very easily with bots. And it might, may have been because wow. the only people that I know that got it are the fast finance guys that uh, the only two that I did you see anybody else that was like hey I got my box besides I, people there were, there selling were people, them there were people under it uh, underneath like Saying going that they hey got I it? did get one okay. I got screwed but like percentage wise again you're you're talking like 20% of the people that ordered got it and you're you're going to have a ton of people pissed and so you're going to have much more vocal people that are pissed versus people going rubbing it in yeah, their face or just you know not saying you're a nobody but if you got one and we don't know you hey i'm a commander smith yeah no (laughs) we would have been nobodies if we got it um and so like you just you don't have that presence and so it's really hard to know you know and it it was worldwide so you're not going to hear those people that that around the around the world that got it so i mean that'd be another interesting thing like how many made it to like france yeah. Like one, two? Like, well, I got to do one more thing, and we should move on because we're 40 minutes into just talking about Mythic sweet. Edition. <laughs> uh, one thing that pissed me off is like when things were going down, people, like when they were canceling orders, they were saying they're working back to figure out which orders were within that first 12,000 because they kept putting, you know, 12,000. And you and Tyson would have been in that first. We were 12, in that first, but then they completely erased that we were in that first 12,000 you know they mm-hmm. they made it so that it didn't show up in our purchase history they made it so it doesn't show up never showed up in paypal uh didn't show up in my wells fargo it did show up in wells fargo i'd like to just show them that but i'm like i it's more of a headache of me to do remember, that remember we're nobodies so they wouldn't again they wouldn't care well, I, there's a lot about, of people that were contacting eBay and all that, sure. and they were actually getting responses and whatever, but I don't but know like, if that's going to do anything. Wizards has the reputation of just not giving a fuck about yeah. what they're, the people that want to buy from them, but if like, they're, take if, my money, and they're like, nah. <laughs> like, that's, screw they, you they, over they first. They do that. Like, but it's just, if that's what they were doing was going to figure out the first 12,000, well, then I would have been in that first 12,000, but instead what they did is they erased that I was ever in that. You know, they completely... Mm-hmm got rid of it and it wasn't it was in my bank account i have fucking pictures that show timestamp everything but then you how, how do you erase it from my bank account it's, I don't, yeah that that part is really weird so uh all right let's move yeah. on spotlight a spotlight deck okay spotlight eternal got eternal oketra uh reading this one it is a three colorless white white a zombie god three six double strike Whenever you cast a creature spell, create a 4-4 black zombie warrior creature token with vigilance. Okay, so the idea of the deck. Make zombie tokens. Play play creatures, I, I Big believe. creatures, little creatures. Well, I know you were saying that you would rather play little creatures. The problem 
that I was finding if you only do little creatures, like you're basically, and we talked about this like in comparison to Karamitra, God of Harvest, the green white god from Theros block, is if you hold on until you get Oketra out, you're doing nothing. Yeah. Or you could just like play your hand right afterward, and if somebody board wipes, you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, it's it's a very weird and awkward deck in my opinion and again white is a you know command zone did their little podcast and their little podcast <laughs> they got a big podcast Super all over the place podcast. if you know what i mean yeah yeah uh but white's the worst um i mean your draw is pretty poor your ramp is pretty poor um and so what you can kind of do is i don't know <laughs> did you play like and we'll get to that here but like Cathar's Crusade is in it because you're now. See, I did have it in there, and then I was just like, "God, this card pisses me off so bad." Like, because it's just so annoying to put one on one counters. It's so on perfect. It's for really this. good. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But I did not put it on here. So this is something <laughs> that you could add in. I just, I, I've noticed like because I've been making a couple of decks, and I'm just like anything that adds a ton of one one counters to everything. I'm just like. So fucking. Yeah, it's like, and I, just, all right, just, I, I just cast three creatures. Uh, one counter, one counter, one, uh, one well, counter. Plus one, one, then one counter. Yeah, it's 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 annoying. Should we should we make a digi token for Cathar's <laughs> Crusade? If you can do the math on that one, <laughs> it's got to be some type of calculus. Yeah. All right. So what's our first package? All right. So our our first package is replaying creatures am i gonna hold the cards you can do them however you want so essentially this package there's five or six of them hey bright brightling is you're playing this creature and most of them are able to come back to your hand in some form or way uh and then you're able to replay them so you're getting your four fours multiple four fours by playing them multiple times exactly so brightling is uh, your main thing is it's it's a three drop for a three three but you can give it vigilance lifelink but then you can tap one to return it pay one white return it to your hand that is probably the most mana intensive one all the other ones return just by themselves so so then you have uh stone cloaker which comes into play as flash flying uh, return target creature you control to its owner's hand. When it comes into play, remove target card in the graveyard from the game. So it also has a little bit of extra because it's removing. Yeah, so you're removing the graveyard, which is nice. But the the uh, uh, go through. Yeah. Oh no! What? Go ahead with that one. Uh, so like that is nice in this deck is that is your kind of like graveyard removal and you're able to just like if somebody goes snapcaster, you play it, remove whatever they target before they can flash it back. You just gained a bit of an advantage and you have a 4-4 and you have a 4-4 with a catcher out uh then you have white main lion which will save any creature because it has flash as well core sky fisher which is actually any permanent that comes you can when you mm-hmm. when it comes into play you can return any permanent so you could like reset a land if you need to or if you're playing with oblivion ring style enchantments so like if you put uh oblivion ring on a token that token's gone but you're enchantment's kind of dead you can return that enchantment and then replay it to remove something else Mm. and then we have emancipation angel which is just a bigger version of the core sky fisher any permanent three three for white white colorless so these are actually what i was um finding you really want to be able to find this have have at least one of these cards when oketra is in play because it, it gives you that extra like mana sink um after being able to like forward the plan of 
uh, what I'll talk about next. But uh, but it, also it's, if you have also, one of these in play and then you play another one, you can bounce that one and then that one. You can kind of juggle them back and forth. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that's kind of nice, like if, if you have like ETB triggers on enchantments, that'll help a ton. Um, I ended up cutting some of them. And so I won't be talking about them, but there's one. Uh, well, it'd be weird if you cut, talked about something you cut. Well, but like Angelic <laughs> Choir really made me want to keep it. It's a five mana enchantment. Whenever you have a creature come into play, you gain life to its tough, toughness. Mm. So you're and so some you could, life you could gain it. a ton of life if Oketra's in play. But I was just like, I, I went a heavier in a different route, which would be the next one of white is really well known for tapping. And keeping things tapped, and so oh, you're being uh, a douche with tapping, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, it's, one it's of the cards we spec'd on, Lowry spec'd on a few weeks ago. Actually, it's been probably over a month now. But the Thalia Heretic uh, Cathar, and that is creatures and non-basic lands your opponent's control come into play tapped. Uh, Blind Obedience, which is a friggin' all-star for this, because that's another way you can gain life Keeps and Keeps creatures and artifacts coming into play tapped for your opponents. Or I should say not deal damage, it's lose life. Yeah. Uh, Eldrazi Displacer, of course. And that, that actually works both ways, because, mm-hmm. so Eldrazi Displacer, you can pay three and blink any creature on the battlefield comes into play tapped. And so, if you have an ETB creature coming into play, like on your side, you can gain that advantage or if they have a bigger guy that that you can deal with, like bigger than your four four vigilance zombie tokens, you can keep you can tap them it. out, and so they they can't get through essentially. Citadel siege, which will tap an opponent's creature before their up uh, their attack step, so you're just kind of doing their biggest creature each turn. Mm-hmm. So you're keeping them tapped out. Would you ever use the token part? Probably not. <laughs> it's, it depends on how... Like, that's the other nice thing. Like, if I have a couple of tappers that are in play already, this gives me a different option that I can use. Then you have... Uh, what is it? Sunstrike Legionnaire. Uh, so this one is pretty cool. It's a 1-3. I don't know this one. You tap it, and you can tap a... 1-2. Or it's 1-2. But it you can tap it to tap a creature with power 3 or less or converted mana cost 3 or less. Mana cost. And then whenever a creature comes into play from anybody, you get to untap it. And so, like, if you're playing creatures, you know you're going to get two with Oketra. So you can tap, tap in response and get a bunch of their littler creatures out of the way and get it attacked through. Nice. Uh, gold Metal Hair, which is just tap, tap, tap one and tap target creature. Same thing as Gideon's Lawkeeper. And then you have Sub, Subjugator Angel. Now, this card is awesome. It's it's a flying angel for six mana. When it comes into play, tap all of your opponent's creatures. Oh, that's kind of perfect. Yeah. And, and it so leaves that, everybody that, open. That even basically not only for gets your, you through. Your attacks, but then it, we've, I think we talked about it last week, too, with the tapping, because I think I was talking about that with Ilhrog. But you're, the next person you say go to, the other two people are then still they tapped. they get to get through. Yeah. yeah. So and, it's adds it, for an interesting dynamic And that, again, it. really works well with your... Uh, Eldrazi Displacer, mm-hmm. being able to do it if somebody looks like they're going to attack you. But you're always, even if you attack with your zombies, they have vigilance. And so you're not going to be worrying about that crackback either. Mm-hmm. So you got blockers there. And then last one is Bond of Discipline. This one taps all of your opponent's creatures and gives your, your creatures lifelink. And so this is actually one that we missed last week. We were going to talk about this. 
For um, what? Uh, for the uncommons, uh, for the spoiler. Oh, the yeah, I didn't even realize it was from that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's really uh, good, actually. So uh, the only problem is it's five, but in Commander, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it's kind it's of doable. like an end game one. You want to be just like, uh, you want to be trying to get through. You're going to gain a ton of life, and uh, it's. I I wish there were more effects like that in white, or like if there was. There's a red enchantment whenever you have or cast like a creature spell, you get to tap another creature. Mm-hmm. I would love that in white. I just didn't find it. So if anybody knows that card, let me shoot know. Shoot us an email yeah. or uh, shoot us a, a tweet or a, actually on the video would be better. And so dickhead cards. Dickhead cards. <laughs> Meekstone, which any creature with power two or greater uh, made on untap as normal during their untap phase. Gre- greater than two. Yep, greater than two. Sorry. Uh, and then you have oh I bought this card <laughs> I was being a de- I don't remember what deck I had it in but <laughs> Crackdown it's an enchantment two and a white non-white creatures with oh I think it was for my uh, wall deck and it got mm, cut it mm-hmm. never made it in there non-white creatures with power three or greater don't untap during their controllers untap steps and so uh, <laughs> oh, it I- just allows you to keep those creatures down and it makes like your gold medal harrier like a little just a bit better like tapping down creatures during your turn or somebody else's just isn't really good it's more like it's kind of similar to bouncing like it's good tempo play but like in the long run of a game you're not like doing removal or anything Mm -hmm. so it's if you're able to keep them tapped that is the douchebaggery (laughs) important Important part part, douchebaggery same thing larry terms (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's our next package? Uh, the next little bit is just like straight removal. So, to a degree. Uh, Michikonda. Thank you, because I truth. was having trouble doing that first word there. <laughs> so, if somebody's wanting to deal damage to you, this card makes them sacrifice a permanent that they control if they if that deals damage to you. Uh, Skulking Leonin. 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 Uh, you That's get a to secret person. Secretly choose a player, and then if they attack you, you get to reveal it. Uh, and then that exiles that creature that's attacking you, but also you can reset it with uh, Displacer. Dark Steel Mutation used this on my Eureka and Eureka. didn't work out very well. <laughs> Did I misplayed it. it, I would agree. Uh, but this would work well on a, a, a uh, bunch of different situations. Other Planeswalkers, yeah. or planes, uh, Commanders. Other creatures. So yeah. this, this would work pretty well. Yeah, that's a good card to have. And then Sunblast Angel. You actually had to cast that without any tap creatures. That yeah, that too. was awful. <laughs> uh, but with I, I have a much heavier oh, tap theme tap in this deck stuff. now. Oh, okay. And so so I, I definitely adjusted it more towards the tapping. And so this should help out. It's a, it's a one-sided board wipe. Um, and especially with just like... Your vigilance creatures that'll be that'll yeah help a ton, um, and so this next bit is going to be your the protection package. Ooh, condoms, <laughs> dick sleeves, dicks. <laughs> what? Oh boy, <laughs> you gave me dick sleeves. All right, the first dick sleeve, frontline medic. Uh, this one is if you attack with it and two other creatures, all of your attacking creatures get indestructible, and then. Random aside, you can... Nah, I don't even want to talk about that part. <laughs> Avacyn, Angel of Hope, that gives... Uh, Everything indestructible. indestructible. Mother of Ruins, protection. Protection, protection. 
it's in the protection package. Mm-hmm. She's just a straight up dick. Yeah. No. Uh, Rootborn defenses. Uh, so this will give all of your creatures indestructible, and it populates, so it creates another four four vigilance. Selfless spirit. Uh, you can sacrifice it to give everything indestructible. And that that, is, that's a it's a pretty important thing in my like. Uh, I, I said this last week with Ilharg, but. W- it's it feels like almost a trap at this point, especially in white, where you don't have a ton of draw. Like if you have to wait actual three turns for Ocatra, it's it's a really long time. Uh, and then especially like the other thing is if you're forced to shuffle, that would suck. Like you just lose it. Um, and so it just it feels a little bit like a trap, but it also feels like it's it's powerful mm. so it's it's i don't quite know where it's at right now but it's i it's still pretty important to protect your commander it's always good dick always good dick sleeves and all uh, all right next package is just going to be random assortments so you got cloudstone curio yep uh now this is an artifact that whenever you play a non-artifact mm. spell you can return or a permanent uh you can return the similar or the same type of permanent back to your hand. And so when you're playing a creature, you can bring back another creature back to your hand and replay it. So that gives you that juggling effect. Of being and it's able a you may ability, which is always nice. Yeah. And you don't have to do it. Uh, then you have Avon mind sensor, which you use this when we were playing just to, <laughs> it's nice. Be a dick. Uh, uh, so it's, but it uh, wasn't really that dicky that game. Two one well, it didn't allow Justin to go court of calling. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, but what this does is, it's a the other important thing is flash. It allows you to hold up, and so if somebody rasps, you're not wasting your board. And I think um, that's what you were more trying to do, and then Justin tried to cast something later, and yeah. that's. But yeah, and, and so you just want to be able to add that power and later you on, so you foil. don't. Yeah, it's pretty. They're that's cheap. Pretty. Are they really? Back? Yeah. Yeah, like they a, used to be really expensive under, under cards, weren't they? For the foil, yeah, well, that's a reprint Sight, one. Yeah, yeah. Future Sight version was like ten bucks non-foil. Uh, so, but this one, the flash is important. Two one uh, opponents can't search libraries except for the top four cards, which is pretty crazy. Which with is Commander. not really <laughs> going to work for you. Yeah. Uh, Alms Collector. Uh, this one doesn't allow your opponents to draw more than one card. If, if they, they do, do, you get to you draw. Get to draw. It. So it's in your draw package a little bit. I think this should go on every mono white deck. Mm-hmm. And again, this has flash, which helps a ton. Spirit bonds. Uh, this is like another cast trigger. So whenever you cast uh, a creature, you can pay one white, and then you get a uh, one one flying spirit. And then you're allowed to pay two, sacrifice a spirit to give any creature you control indestructible. That part. Um, it, that's the other important part is just giving your creatures indestructible, like Oketra. You don't want want Oketra to leave. Hmm. Um, and so yeah, I guess I was about to say, what about Oketra's monument? But that it's actually in there too. Oh, it I is. Okay, I don't, we're not there. We're yet. not going. Are we going to yeah. talk about it or? Oh, what are you going to talk about everything? Jeez, Larry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, that, that reminded me of that with the one one. Yeah, and so, but this just being able to. Add creatures and protect if needed. Uh, anointing procession you have to have in here because you're making tokens. You get to yeah, double doubles that your up. tokens. Uh, Vidalcan Ori, which yeah. is you may cast non-land creature or cards as though they had flash, which so, is pretty important. Yeah, yeah, being able to cast something that little thing and you, all of a sudden you have a four-four when they thought that they were getting through. Um, and so. I, I was finding that I wanted the effect of like Hedron Archive and Mindstone in this deck. Okay. 
So sacrifice to draw two cards. Well, yeah, and then Mind Stone is sacrifice it to draw one card. That's so the important draw part. Advantage. Like, and it also gives you your ramp when you need it. Mm-hmm. And so, and you're in mono, like you just need help drawing cards. Uh, another important card is going to be... Yep, Weathered Wayfarer, which is being able to go... You tap one, search your library for a land card. doesn't have to be a basic land as long as somebody has more land than you. Yeah, so that, that allows you to always just kind of get a land out of that deck and thin it out. Uh, one interesting card, and I think this is foreshadowing to something later, Endless Atlas... Yeah, this card should probably be in every monocolor deck. This you're, uh, It's two to come out, artifact, pay two, tap it. If you have three lands of the same kind, which would be three planes or three islands or whatever, you get to draw a card. This is the cheapest version for like a monocolor to do that. Most of the time you're paying three or discarding a card in there. Um, this is very mana efficient, and this feels... This is... It feels like one of the best cards in the deck, honestly. Oh, really? Yeah, it feels like it just keeps you going because mm-hmm. it's cheap, and you get to re- you get to play your creatures still if you draw them. Nice, uh, sort of fire and ice. Which... Uh, just another draw effect that you need. Pilgrim's and it, it eye goes really well with a catcher with the double strike as oh, well. Oh yeah, Pilgrim's eye is you get to search for land when it comes in. Yep. Uh, I like that you use the brand Mind's Eye that I made for yeah. Proxy. It looks really sweet. That does look really sweet. Uh, whenever an opponent draws a card, you can pay one to draw a card. I've I've ran out of, like you were saying, oh, yeah, you were, creatures. You were talking about you didn't have this in there at the, when we played that last yeah, time. Yeah, and it just it just gets you there because I run out. I, I end up having like two or three cards, a couple mana open all the time. And uh, this just helps you get deeper into the game. Wall Omens, it's a wall, but you get to draw a card when you play it. So you get can a- also blink it with the Cloudstone Curio. Or- and if your guy's out, you get a 4-4 with it. So mm-hmm. uh, then Thraben, Thraben Inspector. Yeah, this one gives you a clue token that you can draw potentially drawing. Of- and then we got Oketra's Monument and Pearl Medallion, which helps with the casting cost, but a uh, monument... Uh, every time you cast a creature, you get a one-one creature with yeah. it. Yeah, and the other thing is, like again, those two are probably they're there's they've been so good for me that I have debated in putting in Helm of the of Awakening that reduces all spells by a generic mana mm. for everybody. So help and that out. always backfires on me. So that's why I don't <laughs> do that. But like that's been so good that it just like I can if Makes those bouncing creatures. I can, you know, reduce it by have it at one or two. Just you're you're doing it repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last little package here is. Oh yeah, costly. this one I like this card a lot. Yeah. What is it? Braid Steward of Argiv? Baird? Or Baird? Bard? Braid? Yeah, Bard? Bard. Uh, that's from Dominaria. He has Vigilance. He's a two-four legendary creature. Creatures can it. So it's basically like your. Uh, ghostly prison, but for one. So pre- creatures can't attack you can't or attack planeswalkers you control unless they pay one for each creature. I don't creature. think I have any planeswalkers in here. <laughs> so just you. And then Windborn Muse, it also stops them from attacking. Do you have ghostly prison then? In I here? do not. Okay, so you're just using the creature form. The, so the that creature you get form. The bonus. And like I, I brought that up last week is like, do you put the enchantments in there? But you have three different creature forms of it. So yeah, like, Archangel of Tithes, which does the same. As long as it's, it's one, yeah. yeah, and it also allows it, it makes it harder for them to block, block because yeah. they have to pay one if it's attacking for each creature they want to block with, and so you want to be creature heavy, but you want to make sure that you can protect your creatures because you're 
naturally going to overextend in this style of deck yeah that doesn't have a ton of draw power so like the artifacts are really important being able to draw uh so it it's it feels like an awkward deck at this point um and it also what's your day of dragons well oketra being able to you know that that's the whole thing like if you're able to flash at the end of somebody like right before your turn and be able to make like six tokens you you should be winning the game right there because mm-hmm. you just put 24 points of power on board uh and you should be able to do it over again it, it just uh have you thought of putting one of the new finales in there the white one well it's not a creature and so yeah but you can get it in there <laughs> that's that's the but other thing the like, thing about mana mana that you had that last game you would have had it when we played that one or the last time we played that sure because i had like 20 amount like a mana <laughs> but that's the, your mana sink is being able to play yeah. your creatures over and over and over yeah and plus i don't want to add more tokens in there if i don't have to <laughs> gotta be able to find them um and so i talked a couple of i think maybe trap cards would be like panharmonicon so those creatures that come into play and they would return something, mm-hmm. you'd be you'd have to return two things because those aren't maze. And so if you have to return two creatures, sometimes that can be good, but sometimes I'd much rather be- yeah. Sometimes it could be bad. Like sometimes but, you have to you'd have to either return a token or like Oketra. It's like well that is. Dumb. But if you didn't have the return thing, your Oketra, you're making two tokens then with it, right? Like you play oh, a creature. No, 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 because that's not an ETB effect. It's a cast effect on Oketra. Oh, it's not yeah, an Yeah, so the like, that's the other thing. Like, it's cast uh, effect for Oketra. Oh, so it happens. Yeah, it is a cast. So and so the, the token will come in to be for your creature. So that if you, you get countered, actually, fucking counterspell people. You still get a 4 4. Yeah. But like, so it's just kind of like doesn't really yeah, work doesn't, and fit if it was an enter the battlefield there'll be a, a different story there and then again right in there there's a card called dust elemental when it comes into play you, you return three creatures to your hand or and so that would essentially force you to like you want to bring back dust ele- elemental and two other creatures to whereas like you're almost like returning tokens mm. at that point so that kind of hurts you more than and so it's just kind of like that's not worth yeah. it and the similar card is like stormfront riders which will give you one one tokens whenever you're bringing creatures back but again you need to bring two back mm. and you it and it's five five and four respectively both of them and you want to be able to do it multiple times not just like one yeah and so that that them being too expensive uh along with the maybe downfall potentially back more than you really want and again, like they feel, they feel like they could be good, but I feel like they're trap cards at this point. Haven't been able to play with them. Yeah. Um, but the deck. But feels... they're on your sideboard. You're testing. Yeah. That's what I do too. Have the cards that maybe might make it in because I. But I, I agree with Panharmonicon. If it doesn't fit with Oketra. Like I don't even think that you should even have. You know. Yeah, and because before when we, when we played last time, I had much more of a blinking style mm-hmm. uh, deck. Like I had, um, there's this card that whenever it attacks, you can blink any creature on the battlefield. Well, I was finding that I just didn't have enough creatures to blink to blink for myself, and it's nice to do it against other players to allow you to get through or something. But um, at the same time, like. I either needed to be, go like heavier into enter the battlefield and avoid tapping, or go deeper into tapping. Like I had split it at that point, mm-hmm. and I felt like tapping was a lot more controlling, and it will stop Eureka from attacking. <laughs> you can never stop Eureka. Just, 
<laughs> and so um, that that was part of what it was was just like trying to stop people from attacking. I don't know if it's just going to make me more annoying where people are just going to attack me more. Kill him. They can. Yeah, Kill that, him. That could, be, that could be the case. Slaughter on sight. Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the card. That would be awful. That's our secret. All of us, we play. It's slaughter <laughs> on sight. Lowry's playing the game. Kill him. <laughs> so uh, I, I think it's a fun deck at this point. Like you can I, get I a really lot of tokens play against out. It now you've done some of the tweaks with that. Uh but at the same time, like it might just be too slow, um, because instead of like ones and twos, I'm more like threes and fours for creature cost, and so it feels like I might only be playing like two creatures a turn, putting two four fours out, and there just might there's probably just more powerful things to be going on at that mm-hmm. point. Um, but I th- at the very least, this is this would be a solid. Like if we're going out of like rating a ten, I think this would be like a solid six on power level. So that's a it, good game to play then. Yeah. So I, I don't Sixes. think it's, I don't think you're going to get out of anything. Like you're not going to be out of the game totally because you you're going to have. And a that presence. could end up like that. You could seem non-threatening, and that's actually one of the biggest things of for most people. Yes, is winning the game is don't seem threatening in the beginning, <laughs> and so or it, don't be named Adam or Lowry. <laughs> I think it'll be an interesting deck at the very least it's 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 still creature heavy but i think it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it goes sweet all right so should we move on to the next one yeah all right Tell so me how to sell stuff on sounds, ebay all right larry you're take some notes <laughs> i'll just re-listen to the podcast <laughs> so yeah well let, let's get into the how this kind of came about so you came across a I, collection i had a, from buddy a buddy that's uh yeah he's moving out of the state and he gave me his magic cards and so i wish uh, i had buddies that just were like here's my magic collection with (laughs) what was in it again so the first time years ago uh, my buddy matt moved down to florida and gave me a couple boxes a lot of cool cards in there Uh, matt's one of our patrons yeah one of our patrons nothing he gave me some cool cards but nothing like i got from uh my buddy eric's here he just gave me um a folder he hasn't played since he was a kid and I kind of went through it, and I was like, uh, "You have two force of wills in there." <laughs> like a, a, a lot of the cards are like in really rough condition, and these two are near mint. Oh, they and, were near mint. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know they, they were, were near beautiful. mint. Beautiful. I was they hoping were... when you showed me that you told me everything was rough, and I was like, "Please have those fuckers in <laughs> rough condition." Because and so you know, I I uh, emailed uh, my buddy that night, okay. and I was like, "Hey, you." you gave me two cards that are worth a hundred dollars a piece, like easy. Um, I know he's, he's leaving for like three months. He's going to be out of this, the country. And I was just like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, well, sell them. And then we could split it. I wouldn't have, you know, would have never known that they were worth that either way. Cause again, he hasn't played since he was a kid. He doesn't care about it. He just knows that I bitch. play magic and he's like, yeah, go ahead play with, you know, they're cool. And play with your little kid cards yeah (laughs) oh but this is a hundred dollars and this is and so now uh, my what i'm gonna probably do is sell one give them the cash and keep Keep the the other one you and your you can't get rid of it you Mm. gotta collect it yeah well so 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 then i'm just like it really kind of forces me to get in there and actually sell or i'm gonna give him a hundred dollars of my own money and have five force of wills instead of just four <laughs> which it doesn't make sense to do you should and the thing is is i keep texting you because the vile stone amulets that larry specked on 
month or so ago, you know, I picked up a crap ton of them. I picked up 16. I know I already mentioned that, but I probably picked them up for $3 between three and three fifty, And I've been selling them for seven, 18 bucks a piece and doing really well with it. And and I'm sitting on all of, I bought four foil and I have uh, six non foil and I have, haven't done anything with it. <laughs> so, and the thing is, is then Larry was kind of asking about it. I was like, well, let's do a segment on it. Because then I, I I know we talked about it in the fall about shipping-wise. I don't think I mentioned with eBay. I know I haven't gotten into depth with eBay stuff. So, there's some tips that I like to do. It doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. I just feel like it helps. Because um, a lot of times people will just look at the listing title and condition and what it is. And go from there and look at the person's ratings. That's kind of the things that I do. But a lot of times I'll look and see what their description of the card is. So uh, I kind of put a list together. So the first thing you want to start with is your listing title. Because that's 90% of what people are going to see and make their purchase is what your listing title is. So if it's either one card... You put one, I, I do one two, X. one X, but I do both. I, I cover my bases. I'll do one X like right next to the one and I'll, I'll, after the card's listed. So you do the title name, let's say it's um, Smothering Tithe or something like that. Then after that, I do X space one. So you're covering your bases that if somebody's doing a search for it, that they're X one or one or space one X. X, whatever. Who does X one? I don't know. But like you, Star Wars people? Well, no, I mean, like, if you have the one right next to the X sure, with yeah, no yeah, space. Yeah, okay. So you do one with a space and one without a space. Same thing if you're doing four ofs. It's either a four or a one of. You do that oh, at right. the beginning yeah. and the end. So that's kind of my... You wouldn't sig- do, like, two or three of? I never do. I mean, I know... Okay. What you do when you do the two or three is in your listing, your quantity down there is where you put it in. You know, okay. Because there's a spot... So they can just buy individually... That you, they can buy if they more. If you have more three. than three, like sometimes you have 10 of them, which I never list. I never list. If I have like 15 copies or 20 or 100, I only list eight at a time. Because if you show that you have 100 of them, well, then the person's like, okay, well, I have time to buy this card at this price. If you have a limited quantity. and So it don't act- tell them you have 20,000 units. Tell them you have 12,000 units. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Hey, I like how he's... <laughs> But so typically I only do eight because I want it to be able to, like if somebody wants to buy a play set, if I'm not selling them in fours, like sometimes I'll, the four ofs are normally like my cheaper ones where I'm trying to like save a, on a shipping. a $2 card and then you're selling, selling for, it for eight or yeah. whatever. Okay. So I'm trying to save on shipping by selling them in four ofs, but that's getting beside the point. But that's a key thing is don't get don't show your whole collection don't go oh yeah hey i have 56 of these you know people they're not going to sell faster okay doesn't it was an even number actually 56 yeah that's an even number sure (laughs) you said it was an odd number (laughs) got it all right all right dad (laughs) so okay so how my listings go quantity you know, one times, whatever, name of the card. If it's a foil, put right after that capital letters FOIL. Times one, times four, whatever you have after that. But FOIL after the name of the card. The right name of the card it. doesn't have to have whatever. It just it has the title of the name. Then after that, I go with, if you're selling multiple copies of them, like if they range from light, light play to near mint or play mm. to whatever, mm-hmm. put that then after that light play LP dash near mint. Have those in there because people are going to be searching for 
near mint specifically cards or light play in there. So you want to have what your actual condition of the card is. Mm -hmm. After that, you either put MTG, you have to have MTG in there somewhere because sometimes cards, the names of them are actually things that are for sale that aren't magic. You get what I'm saying? Like, Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, some Force of cult- Will. Force of Will is a legitimate name of a game. Yeah. And so if you don't put MTG in there, like you'll you'll just pull up it, the game. You cards. just get wrapped yeah. in with all that. So you MTG in there. Um, name of the set, of course, is needs to be in there because there's different versions. And then another thing is, is especially with these ones where like the feather cards. Mm-hmm mention that in the title if you can fit all this sometimes you can't fit it in you have to work it like works with feather or if you're able to get the whole name of that card because a lot of times people are searching for feather cards or they'll put mm. in that commander okay. and that'll pop in i would not have known that yeah that'll pop into their search and then be like why is this here well it's saying works with whatever feather uh like wall cards i'll put that in the title say arcades great for arcades or great for walls like keywords if there's a tribe in it add that tribe in it so if it's an elf so card, don't put like decent for arcades yeah <laughs> like make it a big good adjective so w- the key thing with the title is you want to hit all the things that people are going to search. Like if you think of if you're searching for a card, like that card or a card in particular, if you're building a deck, think of something you think of words that will trigger that, that will pop up in their search. I think that's to be honest with you. The reason why Vilestone has sold so well is because I have works with feather, uh, the Redeemer is that mm-hmm. redeemed? Yeah, the redeemed. It's in the name of the title, so people when they're searching for feather, they're like, "Oh shit, why is this card popping with feather?" Oh yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if that's actually what's happening, but that's one of my best-selling cards, and I think it's because I have that listed there. It wasn't until okay. this week that feather or Vilestone hopped up on the non-foil ones. You know that? Yeah, it, yeah. It's been out. You know, it, it was a dollar or less than forever yeah and now it's up to seven ish dollars and that non-foil and that could be a key thing is like just having that keyword okay so that's the title title you just want to that's your main thing now for the 10 percent of us like me that goes in when i'm picking a card out i go and read their description of what their card is you know sometimes you'll have somebody that just says uh this is the card near mint whatever like that's all that's in their description really simple uh i don't necessarily like those necessarily you know like i want it to be more descriptive i want them to have what it is and all that um so in my description i repeat exactly what i just had in the title pretty much saying the card how many there are if it's foil what it is what set then i start getting into my next sentence is this is not a stock photo because you're going against all the other stores like um channel fireball is in there uh abu games, games is in there star city channel games fireball. they're all in there <laughs> card kingdom that's a word there we go that's i don't even know if card kingdom has it on there i think they just have their own but just on their site yeah okay. uh but channel fireball is on there all those other ones are on there they are using stock photos so you aren't actually seeing what card you're buying on mm-hmm. mine i'd like to say this is the card you're buying in this picture look at the picture this is whatever whatever um, I put in like, you know, the, of course the condition you repeat everything, but in detail of what your title said. But the key thing is saying that that's 
not a stock photo that you've actually taken the picture because okay. that do do you take the picture with them in like a sleeve or no. do you do front back front back yep i'll get to that in a second so okay. i'm just kind of going to go through the description Sorry. quick getting out of line Larry. yeah yeah no we totally <laughs> plan all this stuff <laughs> but no because the, the description is the next well, the picture is probably the second most important thing. So actually, you gotta make it pretty. Yeah, you put makeup on it. Kinda, I do <laughs> it in a way, not makeup, but so description, saying all that stuff. I always put never played by me. If it's you open the pack and yeah, you put pack fresh opened by me directly into a sleeve. So that's what I did with Mythic Edition Two. All those were opened by me and they're in a sleeve. So you're telling the person. This hasn't gone through like I bought it from this person, this person, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. near mint, mint, and it's open by me. Um, And then again, reiterate if it works with a deck or a type of tribal deck. Say, works great with so-and-so general, like with Saperlins. Dot, 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 listen to the Commander Smiths. (laughs) Yeah, right? Do you do do that? that. (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) I'd probably get flagged on eBay. For me. Bam. <laughs> then you just tough guy sniff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you just put in there. It works with uh, slime foot, whatever for sapling cards and all that. Great commander, or like with the ninjas. Eureka. Uh, I said Eureka. You know, first time a ninja commander's been printed. Blah 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 blah. You know, kind of you add something so that when they're reading, it, like, oh shit, yeah, this is fucking awesome. All right. Okay. Now we get into the picture. I highly suggest you get a background of something. I use a play mat of Unstable Lands, of course, because I love Unstable. Well, and they're a bit more simple, too. I don't think you would want something that's really busy in the background. You actually kind of want something either... I like using a light background so it makes your card pop, but I can also see the other way where your background is dark and making your card pop the other way. Okay. But a consistent Did, background. So it kind of depends on what almost color it is. So like a white card will I pop always, on a black I've background. always been using the Unstable Planes as my background. That okay. It's a, like yeah. a golden color. But what I do suggest is you get a handheld LED light that you click on and you can control where the shine is. Because then what you do is you take the picture, you're able to... What people want to see with the the foils, they want to see them shining. Mm-hmm. So I always make the glimmer on the side of it. You don't want to get the light so it's blocking out, you know, where you white it out where you actually can't see the card. So yeah. you have to position your LED light so that it's not causing a glare on the card, but you're actually able to see the line. And that makes a ton of sense. Like, so I take pictures and put them on Twitter for the cards that I got in from trading. Mm -hmm. And I use the flash from my camera on my phone and it whites out. And I always am all like whiting out a quarter of one of the cards. And so being able to get that angle, you're able to get the light and get rid of your phone. And it's flash seriously, $7 at Walmart. And then that's what I've been using. And it helps so much. And not only for foils, it works lighting purpose wise for non-foils as yeah, well. Yeah, that makes sense. But with foils especially because your stock photos you're going against are just showing like a stock photo of a glazed over. That's how they show that it's foil is they make it glazed instead of, I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah. It, no, that looks really awful. weird. But for people really want to see how it shines. Like that's the point of the foil. Why, how, what parts are shiny, whatever. So mm-hmm. that's, that's number, that's, Besides the title, that's the number two thing to go after is have good pictures, um, mm-hmm. good lighting and all that. You take, whoops, sorry, bump that, bump or Excited. take a picture of the front and the back. If you have an expensive card with multiples of them, like for example, when we did um, 
the the dead uh, alliance land. Oh, uh, Lake of the Dead. Lake of the Dead. When I had multiples of those, I'd sell those, like I was saying, in eights. I took a picture front and back of all eight cards I had for sale. And the first people that wanted to buy were telling me which number they wanted. They wanted photo number, blah, 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 blah. They actually picked out which ones they wanted because some of them had more damage than others. So do you have like a sign in your photo or? No, no, no. Just go, I want that one. Picture. Normally that doesn't happen. Okay. That's that's a not very often scenario because that card was going, that was spiking at that time. Mm-hmm. And so, I, and they had a little bit more, they were moderate play to light to played. So there were some that had more wear on the edges and all that stuff. Yeah. So certain people, there was only two people out of those eight cards that I had up that wanted to pick them out. But okay. that's why I'll do that there. But normally it's just take a picture. If they're light play, take a picture of the front and the back, and then that's the card I use until you get rid of the light plays. Like if your next batch is moderate play, after your light plays are sold, now you take a picture of moderate play ones. Um, I don't like to sell moderate play. I normally it's light play or near mint. So okay. that's another. Yeah, I mean you're more likely to get complaints the more damaged it is. And the thing is, is if it's moderately played and you're taking the picture and you're saying that it's not a stock photo, and then they're like, "Well, your photo shows a scuff on the right hand corner, but actually the card I got is like on the side of the corner." You know, like then you just you get into territory where you're not being necessarily honest. Where if it's a light play to near mint all those should pretty much look the same Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's so all right so that is pictures front and back blah 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 i went through that now we just get into the shipping part um we kind of went over the shipping so i'm not going to go over a crap ton with that but one thing i did figure out is if you go to walmart this is going to save you money i don't put tracking until the cart they sell something that's over twenty dollars other than that, you so just like a in a bubble mailer. So here's or, the trick: go to Walmart and they have packs of twelve, and I think they are eight by what is it? So I cut it in half. I get the larger ones. I think they're eight by like nines or something like that. Okay. And you cut it in half, and then instead of having twelve, you have twenty-four of them, and you spent only five dollars instead of if you were going to go buy the right size mm-hmm. that fits you know which is normally like a four by four by six yeah those that pack of 10 is the same price as the pack of 12 for the bigger ones or they might be a dollar so more you like tape it and- yep so you use packaging tape because that's how i tape the label on because then you print the ebay ebay gives you a discount and you buy from them I normally put four ounces. I've never had anything returned to me. Mm. I say my package weighs four ounces. It's four by seven by 0.5 inches wide. And then you put the card in, and I'll go over that in a second with how we package them. But you put it in there, and your label goes on top. And you taping the label to the package, you wrap around the corners so that it tapes it all together as one. Isn't there any, like... uh like scanning bars so you got to make sure that's not that's on like one side or the other right or is there no scanning bars on that? there's a scan like that pack that label that you're putting on it the mm-hmm. ebay label has the little scanner on it okay yeah so you're just taping over the top of it oh, oh okay so you're okay. using you're packaging tape not it, yeah. you know clear packaging tape but you're making sure that you're going over the corner so you're at the same time you're putting that on your your mailer you're also enclosing your card mm-hmm. inside the package mm-hmm. and then it protects it on all angles and everything okay 
So that's if a card's over $20. If it's under $20, this is what we've talked about before. Plain white envelope. Yeah. Envelope, well, first off, you put the card in a penny sleeve. Uh, you do penny sleeve? I just do like a normal sleeve, whatever I got. Well, that just I, a sleeve. That Isn't that, aren't they all well, called like penny a penny sleeve? sleeve? No, penny sleeves are the clear plastic that are kind of loose. They come, they're 100 for a dollar. So they're literally a penny. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's the hard plastic ones. Nope, nope. The, those are just hard cases. Okay. Penny sleeve is just like a clear plastic one that you can put like eight cards into. They're loose. Yes, penny sleeve. So, yeah, but... Oh, okay. So normally I do a playing sleeve okay. that I got randomly through buying or trading. So yeah, mine is all from buying and trading. Uh, the plain sleeve ones, those are different. Like if I have a card that's over $10, I'll put it in the plain sleeve and then flip that upside down and put it in a penny sleeve and then slide that into the hard plastic sleeve okay. just to protect hard the card case. or hard case, uh, just to protect that a little bit more. But any a normal sale, I'll put it in a penny sleeve put it upside down in the hard case yeah make it harder make sure it's upside down because if you have it right side up and i know we've gone over this before but there's a lot there's more if if any water gets there it's harder to get to it or well not only that your tape so i always tape the plastic case closed over the top top, and if you have tape over that and your card hits that it's going to ruin the card also true yeah so that's why you always put it upside down and then if you really wanted to, if you can't put it upside down, I know Tyson was asking about this today, sometimes those cases can be really fucking tight. Yeah, they're tight. Uh, yeah. They can be. Anything over two. Yeah. So if like you're three or four trying to fit it into one it, hard case. You'll just be pushing the cards in and the, yeah. ca- the your penny sleeve isn't going anywhere. Yeah. So put it the regular way. Take another penny sleeve. Go over the top of the plastic case, over the opening, and then tape that on each side. On each and side. then that solves your problem there. Now... One last thing, really expensive cards I'll put in, uh, I don't even know what we call those, the sealable plastic things? What are those called? Oh, I don't know what they're called either. It's like, yeah, what they're like your, a bag. Yeah, it's like what your uh, uh, perfect fit sleeves come in. Mm-hmm. That's what our big Pretty game. similar, yeah. <laughs> but really expensive cards, I'll put those, so anything over 15, 20 bucks, I'll put those in that. And then my added thing, which you don't need to do this. I've seen other people say it, but this is just my paranoia with what I've had with the mailing and everything is I'll fold a recyclable piece of paper, like a scratch piece of paper that I have because I keep Mm -hmm. reused paper. I'll fold it around that in another little case. So and then I tape it to the inside of the envelope and tape the envelope shut. I have since we talked about this last for trading. I have stopped wrapping it in paper, paper, and I just tape it to the back side of the envelope. And I think that's all you really need to do, because then it holds it in there. Yeah, it holds it there. You have the tape that's around the hard case that'll keep the card in there and not, you know, get the card sticky or whatever. And so I've I found I haven't had a problem. Okay, so, so you can probably do both. I mean, you can definitely do both. Like my my thought was that the edges of the plastic were getting caught, but. It, I I think I'm overly yeah. paranoid with it. It's and adding that, I weight. I think that's fine to be paranoid as well. But it just takes more time. But it is adding weight to where you could get kicked also back. True. So, um, but that that's pretty much it. I mean, that's the shipping stuff. I don't think I had anything else on there. But that's just some suggestions of how to start out on eBay selling. And you just need ratings. Really, that's the biggest thing. Because if you don't have any ratings, people. Get nervous to buy from you. I guess I've okay. So I've never sold. I bought stuff. So I have like a hundred. Oh, that's good. On but like 
Is it different than nope, it's the sales? Same. It's just the same thing? Same thing. They add them all together. Okay. All right. So somebody can look and be like, oh, he only buys. Why is he selling? But no one's really going to do that. Nope. Okay. They're not going to go deep. No, they FBI just want to show, see that you're, you Active? know. Yeah. You're not like. there for years. This is your first. You're selling a $500 card and you'll have one rating. And that's suspicious. You yeah. Know? That makes sense because it sounds like you're going to be a scam. That's kind of yeah. similar with uh, like trading sites. Like. Yeah. Um, like something like Cardsphere or Trade. They don't do ratings or anything because it's just based off of. They get it. They say, yeah, yeah, you get the points or the money or whatever. But if you're doing something like Deckbox. Or uh, where I have a, a bigger trade thing is like uh, MTG Salvation. Yeah. I have over like two or 300 trades on there. And so like people can look at it and know that I'm a legitimate trader. I'm going to make sure everything works well. Trader! Yeah. We all know you're a trader, Lowry. Stop it. <laughs> and so like you, you can, it's essentially the same thing. You can trade with confidence mm-hmm. um, there. Yeah. Uh, and so same thing with eBay if you have x amount you're not a new you're not a new setup the the one thing that they have changed over the years when i first started ebay is i don't think ebay and i might be wrong but it was kind of like buyer beware type of thing uh but now it's more if somebody sold you something and you never receive it ebay will refund you the money and Hmm. then they will take it right out of their account because they're normally connected it's either through paypal or credit that credit card so you're it's more of a buyer thing than a seller thing like it is for sellers too but they have your back as a buyer now whereas mm-hmm. when i first started if they didn't send it to you and then you're like hey i never got it they'd be like well if it was a fake account <laughs> fuck you yeah you're, you're totally fucking screwed they wouldn't really do anything whereas now it's completely different so interesting all right well we are almost an hour and a half into this so let's jump into our specs did you have any other questions with that at all? Uh, I think that answered a lot of it. Like, it, it's more, uh, my wife says that I'm a finisher, not a starter. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Aren't we all? <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, I'm not a starter, so <laughs> you got to get there first. And so, um, honestly, I, I, I just got to take that, like, leap and jump to actually do it. Now that uh, somebody's counting on me to sell their car. <laughs> yeah. um, no, you have to do it. Yeah. Well, here, I'm going to say one more thing with it. This is where it gets easy. When make a template. So now it's easy for me to sell cards. I don't have to type all this stuff up because I have things that are for sale and I copy. And actually they do have a thing I haven't even tested yet, but eBay does have a template thing where you can draw up a template. So all you have to do is go in there and plug in a certain thing for the like card name and whatever. Okay. And then it writes it up for you. Like now I used to dread putting stuff on eBay that weren't cards, like just random stuff mm-hmm. because it's like, Oh, I got to put in the measurements of what this is or what the color and the height and da, 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 And it just seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Whereas now with eat with my templates, with my cards, I just copy paste it. And then I just fill in. Okay. Instead of this card being that card, I put that in. And so it actually goes by in a minute or two. So that, okay. The first ones Once are gonna be going to be tedious and, annoying but once you have one listing up there you can just copy and paste from that okay just make sure to do what i didn't do recently was i put up uh what's that vampire that kind of spiked with um it's the white black one with the life remove a permanent one that kind of vana yeah i put that on there and i accidentally took a template from a foil and it was a non-foil 
so, watch it. So, watch it a so the guy was like, this said foil. It didn't say it in my listing. It said it in the details. So he read the details and it said foil next to it. Uh, and then he was like, this wasn't foil. I was like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I use a template when I'm doing this. And if you would have got this for that price, you would have been having to steal. And I was like, do you want to just send the card back? He's like, no, I looked up the card. This is about right. I'll take it. I gave him like a dollar back just for being nice. I was like, hey, thanks for pointing that not whatever and not being a douche. So So, anyways, so just the tips selling on eBay. That is appreciated. Oh, yeah. Just the tips. All right. Let's start with our first. Miss Specs of the Week, guys. <laughs> Miss Spec of the Week. You know what? I decided that we should change the name of this segment as well. To what? Uh, a little bit more alliteration. So, Smith Specs of the uh, Semana, which is week in Spanish, but it's more, you know, SSS. That works, right? Smith Specs of the Week. Fuck. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> All right. What's your first one? Uh, it's gonna Backshadowing. Be- <laughs> Endless Atlas. Uh, so this what? Is, what is this yeah. card? So this is going on TCG right now for uh, right around three dollars. But it's if you have three or more of the same land, uh, you get to tap two, tap it, draw a card. Super cheap, super efficient. Really only printed be easy. in Commander. In Commander. So this is uh, last year's Commander set as well. So uh, I think this if you're if you're running monocolored decks that aren't blue, this might even go in blue. I don't know, but. This, this should be in just about every monocolor deck, in my opinion. Guess who doesn't have it in their ill rug? You probably Whoops. should, <laughs> especially in red. But, yeah, it, it's really good. Yeah, this might have to go in there. I like it. I mean, it's, what do you think, $10 card a couple of years down the road? I, I can easily see it getting there. Like, yeah. it, this, again, there's a lot of monocolor decks, and this just should just kind of be in all of them. Mm-hmm. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, my first one is Minion Reflector, the foil version. I believe I talked... Well, I did. I talked about it in uh, Ilhrog yes- yesterday. <laughs> Last week. Last week. Uh, one thing when I was going through... And that's the thing. When we go through our decks and we're building these, that's when you kind of come across and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't realize that this one was that cheap. Or you go, oh, man, there really isn't that many copies left. And that was the thing I came across with this one. Um, there's, there's only a handful of copies on TCG for the foils and you can pick the foils up around two bucks. Actually, when I had it, it was two fifty, So it's gone down just a little bit since I said it. The interesting thing about this card is it, it's an artifact. So it could technically go with any creature deck. And then it's whenever you play a non-token creature, you can tap two and make another copy and it gets haste. You have to sacrifice it, whatever. But you're able to use that in any type of deck, and so sure. I'm actually surprised it's not used more. Especially than it is. like this, this would go pretty sweet into like if you're using it in the same way. So Ilharg, you're putting this in play, working with your ETB effect, like anywhere where mm. you're cheating a creature into play and have that extra two mana open, you could just to do get an that extra benefit. That, yeah, that copy goes sweet with like Warstorm Surge or something that deals more damage mm-hmm. or uh, Pandemonium. Playing like that. two Crater Hoof Behemoths. I mean. Again, yeah, <laughs> Angelic Choir would you know double the amount of toughness that you have in yeah. game life. Like this could be uh, a lot of bonuses there. I think its only drawback is that it's a five drop artifact. I would agree. Um, but for two dollars for this, and it was. Uh, I said it was underused, so it isn't used in a lot of EDH decks. But like I said, the the inventory on this was super low. So I don't see this one. I don't think Ilhrog is the one that's going to make the spike. I was just saying over time, this is more of probably a hold on to 
for a year or two. I had it getting probably between 10 and 15 when it's all said and done because we only have the one printing, and that's mm-hmm. Shards of Alara, so it's been a while. Been a while. It's indeed. been a while. Name the song. Uh, Lionel Richie. No. <laughs> Stain. Stain. There we go. All right, Larry, your next one. Another $2 card. Uh, Sunscorch Regent. Like uh, this guy. Foil, sitting at about $2. Uh, this is whenever an opponent plays a spell, you get to gain a life and put a 1 1 counter on a 4 3 flying dragon. Uh, this card is really good, and sitting at $2 for the foil, it's a really good price because the non-foils are sitting around like a buck, buck fifty. Yeah. And so, like, it's not a 20, it's not a 75 cent card, it's a dollar fifty. And I, I feel like this card could easily get up to 4 or $5 because it's the only... Did you I, check and see how much it's used in EDH Rec? It's used quite a bit, I believe. Do you know the number? No, absolutely not. Uh, who cares? It's been I, a while. No, it's a good card though. That's I, I, why I'm curious because, I mean, it's it's whenever an opponent casts a spell, you're not only gaining life, but this is also getting huge. Getting huge, yeah. yeah. And so these and, style of cards, people tend to ignore until yeah. they're like, ah, shit. Oh, there's a oh, 13, a 13 yeah. <laughs> flying at me, and like even if they kill it or whatever, you're still gaining life with it too. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. that. It's a pretty ridiculous. It's casting a spell, which happens quite a bit. <laughs> By the time it's normally your turn after you cast this card, it has about six counters on it or yeah, five it, counters. It's huge. It can yeah. be really big. And it's only five mana, yeah. which is... And it's only two bucks for a foil. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. All right. My next one is Mindclaw Shaman. This is a card I talked about in Ilhrog. So another card that is dealing with Ilhrog because last week we talked about Mythic Edition. Um, this is from M13. Uh, this is the one that when it comes into play, target opponent reveals their hand, and you can cast an instant or sorcery from that player's hand without paying its mana cost. Uh, I was talking about the foils on this, and when I had it, was yeah, they're about three fifty right now. Very uh, again, this one had very low inventory. I could see this one jumping to ten rather soon, mm-hmm. ten to fifteen with this. Only been printed once. Yeah, it. it same boat that Minion Reflector, but the Minion Reflector can affect multiple decks. But this, I, I'm surprised that this one isn't used more. Well, it, it kind of has to fit the deck, though, because if you yeah, cast it if, once and you swing and miss, it sucks. But if you have a way of bringing it back, and, it. and that's the like point a of it. Panharmonicon, where you can choose mm-hmm. twice, or if you know somebody else's hand, you can play two from it. And we all know commander players, you're holding on to that Cyclonic Rift, or you're. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, that forces them, like, you could. Cast this, make them cast their uh, cyclonic, cyclonic rift. rift Comes for two, back to your bounce hand, bounce your shaman back <laughs> yeah. to your hand, and then you know what they have yeah. in their hand, and they just wait. <laughs> so rift, I, so I just think it's a, a a card I didn't even know about until this deck. So I, I'm definitely going to probably play with it a little bit more if I play red, which I don't play okay. red very often. But all right, your last one. Uh, my last one's going to be Mutavolt uh, Grand Prix promo. Uh, this is a foil. This, I think it relatively, well, it might be older than I'm thinking, but uh, Mutavolt is a huge card when it comes to any tribal decks, and being a, a Grand Prix foil can be, I think it's underpriced at $9 mm-hmm. at this point. You have uh, the core set foil that's sitting at about 15 and then the uh, Morning Tide one is sitting at 40 You have a Grand Prix, or like a, another promo that's like full art, amazing. That doesn't count at like five hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have your non foils at the same price that this foil. Yeah, is. yeah. So this beautiful Grand Prix foil is sitting at the same price as non foils, and so in my mind, this is already underpriced. Yeah. 
my last one isn't really my last one anymore, uh, so I'm just going to say it. <laughs> my Because I had these picked out when I made Ilhrog, and yeah, like this card has already ago. jumped already. Uh, but it was it's similar to the Minion Reflector, but it's Flame Shadow Conjuring. And so it does the same tip of, or similar thing that uh, Minion Reflector does. It's Instead, it's uh, an enchantment for red. It's one red and three colorless. Instead of paying two, you pay one red to make a token when you play a non-token creature does mm-hmm. the same exact thing i was saying at the time it was 350 this had low inventory it's now to six i'm not saying it's not a bad pickup it's from magic origins so we're what three years four years from that uh so it's been a while Uh-oh. it's been a while <laughs> i don't get why are you doing it's this been a while <laughs> Uh, so you could actually probably pick up the non-foils in this case, I guess, if I was to actually say to pick up something, but those have been on the rise. I mean, they've mm-hmm. only gone up 50 cents. I've seen it worked really well, too. So yeah. like in Dragon Dex, so you have one mana left over, make a double of it. Making doubles of some, when you're working hard in the game, I mean, you put this out early, you know, turn four, even with, same with Minion Reflector. It's not doing anything that people are like, oh, I got to kill that right away. It's just, it's the surprise of, all right, now I'm Being playing able to get this. Hasty, whatever. Yeah. So, all right. That should do it. We kind of got long there. So that's what we got away from really us. fast. Yeah. The uh, bitching about uh, Mythic Edition was that <laughs> 40 minutes. We, thank you for sticking around for that period <laughs> yeah. of time. All right. Well, you guys can uh, follow us on Twitter at Commander Smiths. Uh, check us out at YouTube at Commander Smiths. Email us at Commander Smiths and donate to our Patreon. And we thank all of our patrons at this point. Yeah, thank you guys a lot. This has been awesome. Yeah. And like I said, the uh, the proxies are coming out next week. Next week. <laughs> we have, we'll have them ready. We just got to get them out in the mail. So get ready. They're coming. All over the place. I'm coming out. Jesus. <laughs> Lionel Richie. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. God, Lionel Richie. God, it took, I was like, Richie, Richie something. <laughs>